I'm Jordan. And I'm Donnie. And this is a podcast about the stuff in our New York City apartment. How we find it. Where we put it. And why we're into it. Welcome to Apartment 26. Everybody. Welcome back to what I think might be the most controversial episode of the podcast. I'm already controversial about it being the most controversial. Because <laughs> I'm not sure that I agree, but... Well, given that this is not going to ever really be that controversial of a podcast because it's about decorating, I think that painting a rented space is a very difficult decision to make. Oh, I see. But yeah, no, we're not like deciding anything actually important in this podcast. This is just about painting. <laughs> um, we painted our apartment, which we rent, which means that one day we're going to have to paint it back. And so making that decision was not an easy one for us, I would say. Mm. Yeah, it wasn't necessarily easy. Uh, we felt right in the moment, if that makes sense. Well, I think we have to start at the beginning to say that we had... This is us rewinding. <laughs> um, we had lived here, what, a year and a half? Like, maybe two years? We had re-signed, I think. Yeah. And the reason this started was because one of my grand life goals is actually to own property in New York City. Mm. And... I thought I was a little bit closer to that life goal. So we had actually gone to a real estate agent's workshop about what it would take for us to buy an apartment. Mm -hmm. And we found out that buying property in New York City is not like buying property in the suburbs. Nope. And that if we were in a place to buy property in the suburbs, we were certainly not in a place to buy property in New York City. Yeah, I would say... It's not that we went in diluted. Like we understood how expensive stuff would be. I, for one, didn't understand all the red tape attached to it. Yeah, there were a lot more hurdles than I anticipated. And so that was a pretty bad feeling for a minute to have all of my dreams crushed by a very nice woman who I like a lot. Um, Great stand. There were also great snacks at this event. If we could tell you anything, it's really like to go to these sorts of events, even though you know you don't belong there because they're great snacks and free wine most of the time. Mm. But I think I came home and needed to regroup a little bit and decided that if we really were going to be here for an extended period of time, it was really time to paint. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how you felt exactly when I was like, we should paint after I had kind of been like, we shouldn't paint for a while. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I was pretty neutral on the whole thing. Um, yeah, I'm trying to remember my feelings. I think uh, I, was, I was, yeah, I was pretty down. I don't think I had. Was there an argument that swayed you or were you just kind of like, no, that's fine? Yeah, I feel like I was like, no, that's fine. I understood there's going to be an undertaking. Um, but, you know, I don't know. You only get to paint the rented apartment once, except for that time you get to repaint it after you paint it. Uh, <laughs> well, that's the pros and cons that you're weighing, right? Because I think that, you know, I've always lived in painted spaces, especially my mom is really into that and all of her houses at every stage have been painted. I was always allowed to pick the theme of my room and to do kind of whatever I wanted in there and she would paint whatever I wanted. Mm -hmm. So for me, the idea of home is very much tied to getting to choose the color of your walls. Um, what were some of your themes? What were some of my themes? Oh my goodness. Um, my first bedroom in her house in Arizona was like a Candyland well. sort of theme. <laughs> so there were like all these sherbet colors on the walls and I had a gumball machine that she bought me. I think wow. this was like the very early stages of the internet so she might have purchased it out of a catalog wow. and like my bedspread had all of these like polka dots on it so it looked like a gumball machine like spilling out wow and then after i outgrew that i purchased i was really into pastels for a really long time so then i got this like 
purple and yellow and blue and green pastel striped comforter. And we put that pattern, and by we, I mean she, because I was a youth, (coughs) put that pattern up on the wall. So there was like a whole striped wall in my room, and I think the rest of it was purple. Mm. And then by the time I was in high school, I had really like adopted black as my vibe. And so I painted the whole room gray, which really made my mom mad because my mom is a huge fan of color. And so I picked this light gray color that I thought was very neutral and mature. And Mm. she thought that was stupid. Hmm. Did you not have painted rooms so much? That wasn't really your parents thing? No, we painted our rooms. I just had a blue room. Uh, Because you're a boy? Yes. (laughs) Uh, Duh. (laughs) No, I mean, I think we had a lot of pretty... I think my... Uh, the other bedroom, my brother slash the guest bedroom was blue. I forget what color my parents' room is, but we only had a couple color shades, as I recall. It's the same house, so I go there every like winter break. So I should maybe remember a little bit better, but I honestly can't summon it to mind right now. But I would say no, it wasn't like every individual room was themed. Though I did get to pick uh, my own fan, which is much to my parents' chagrin, because I bought this crazy like sci-fi fan it was uh like all steel blades but the lights were these blue weird like glass covered lights it looked like uh, honestly in retrospect it looked like something from a grow room uh (laughs) it was not that however uh, and it was cool as fuck well now that our apartment is painted my mom's next thing is like trying to get us to install ceiling fans so maybe you will take the lead on that man don't say that (laughs) But yeah, I think that, you know, my mom has always tried to get me to paint my apartments and my feeling has always been like, yes, but then it has to be painted back. And I don't know if anyone out there has ever actually painted a room. Painting feels like a great idea for approximately 30 seconds. And then you're doing it and you're like, wow, this sucks. And you're like dedicated to it at that point. So you have to keep going. And that had always been my experience of painting. So the idea of doing that not once, but twice was really awful to me. And it wasn't until like this other really awful emotional thing happened (laughs) that I was like, well, you know, what's better fucking painting. (laughs) (laughs) And then you just like felt none of those emotions and were like, great. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I don't know. It seemed like a fun project to tackle. Never really painted before in any meaningful way. So yeah, it was an opportunity to do that, to paint a whole living space, which felt kind of fun. I ended up doing that a lot of the painting when push came to shove, uh, but I did do a lot of taping. That's true. I was in it for that. We'll get to the taping in a minute. Yeah. Because there, there are a few steps involved in this sort of thing and obviously the first one was the choosing of the color Mm. what we had in here was white obviously but landlord white yeah i was like listening to this older design podcast design sponge had a podcast in 2013 which like doesn't seem like that long ago but when you're listening to media from then is really long ago and she was talking about how like All landlords paint things white, but inexplicably the worst shade of white. Mm. And it's not like that shade of white is cheaper. All paint colors of the same brand are the same like price, Mm -hmm. but they never pick like a nice, crisp, fresh white. Ours was like bordering on yellow. Mm -hmm. Not a great vibe. Yeah, pretty bad. And then, yeah, the guy at Home Depot who sold us the paint, who was a very nice man, referred to it as Landlord White. I would say he was more of a hero. Uh, than a nice man. John. <laughs> How was it John? I don't remember. The, yeah, the Home Depot on 23rd Street. Hey, John. Man, yeah, hero, John. Um, but we, before we ended up at the Home Depot, we basically went to Pinterest again Um So this will be a theme throughout the podcast, I think, is me going through everything I've ever pinned, which is like hundreds and hundreds of pins, and then sending kind of like the hot takes to Donnie and saying, do you like any of these? And Donnie being like, no, that one is weird. No, that one is weird. That one is fine. Mm -hmm. And so we kind of went in and like, I like to choose paint colors like this a lot, even when I'm painting um, furniture and stuff. And it's a little like less intense of a decision i like to take an inspiration pick into the paint store because if you go to most 
like Home Depot, Lowe's, even a specific like Sherwin-Williams or Benjamin Moore store, you're going to be faced with thousands of paint colors. Thousands. <laughs> I like that you've taken the sound effects as mm-hmm. like your job in yeah. this situation. Someone has to. <laughs> and that can be really overwhelming. It's really hard to tell from a paint chip, especially if it's one of those paint chips with multiple colors on it, exactly what you're going for. So I like to take an inspiration pick in and kind of hold the paint chips up to my inspiration pick as a starting point so I can tell, is this color like in the vein of what I'm looking for? Hmm. And that's basically what we did. We compiled all of our inspiration picks. We didn't go with one color. We had kind of a main color and then a color to go in the bathroom and kitchen because we have the ugliest orange tile I've ever seen in my life. And so we were trying to get the paint to like interact with that in a not terrible way. And then we have a separate color situation going on in the bedroom. So we had Mm. a few inspiration picks. We went in there and we just held up all of the paint chips that we thought were maybe close until we narrowed it down a little bit. Correct. Yeah. I don't really have much else to say to that. That was about all we did. Those are a lot of weird names. I think paint chips have, uh, yeah, one of the best like name to weirdness ratios of things you can purchase. I don't know if that's a thing, but now it is the name to weirdness ratio. <laughs> I'm going to coin that. I'm going to TM it uh, right now. And that was a lot of fun. Obviously, I was interested in the colors, too, because that's the thing that matters. Like, uh, you know, Flagstaff isn't going to be printed everywhere on our kitchen, but the actual color of Flagstaff is. But I think the color names themselves are an interesting... Which is interesting, period. I like that you remembered that color name. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think I remember most of the color names. We got kind of... The interesting thing about paint is that you'll be in the store and you'll be looking at this paint chip. And the paint chips are as true to color as possible, obviously, because they're trying to sell you something. But the lighting in the store and the way that the paint chip... The paint looks on the chip versus the way it's going to look on your wall. All completely different. So you really need to see the color in your space. And that's why they sell sample sizes. Mm. For about $4, you can get like a little tiny jar of paint. And the purpose is to take it back to your space, paint a swatch, not a whole wall, but like a one foot by one foot square. And do that in a couple of different places so that you can see what it looks like in different lights. And in our case, our apartment has very, very little light which was something we were combating in this situation because we went with taupe as kind of our main color in our living space, which is naturally dark. Mm -hmm. And uh, the color that actually most closely matched our inspiration pick was incredibly dark in our space. That's Mm -hmm. because all Pinterest inspiration picks have... Cabin. (laughs) Was it cabin? Yeah. All Pinterest inspiration picks have full walls of south-facing windows and someone has come at the optimal time of day to take like the most full light photo of this thing. Never will that much light exist in this apartment. Uh, To note also, not only was it in our living space, but it was going to be the same color for our entry hallway, uh, which is even darker. So cabin became more of a cave, uh, which isn't really the ideal. The swatch, which was also a new word for me. This is really an exercise in vocabulary, uh, this whole <laughs> painting endeavor. But the swatch looked uh, just straight up black. And that wasn't really the color we were going for, in the hallway space in particular. It was dark in the living space, the living room, but the hallway too, where there are no windows, where the light doesn't really reach. It sounds like really dark, <laughs> as I like continue to explain it. Uh, it's not our dungeon, it's just our hallway. Uh yeah, it was like a black, and we weren't really going for that in that space. And that was one of the, I think, deciding factors in axing cabin. Did you get that? Axing cabin. That's nice. Yeah, I like that. Um, yeah, Donnie says not in that space because we actually have a black wall in the bedroom, which we'll get to. Mm. But, yeah, it it matched our inspiration pick, and it looked great in that room on the internet. But what we found out was that actually we had to go three or four tints lighter Mm -hmm. so like further up the paint swatch which is the same color but in different degrees of light or dark so we probably ended up with 12 or 15 pots of sample paint and 
I'll get to this a little later, but honestly, I felt like we could have done more, and I just got frustrated with the experience, which is kind of the theme, probably, of this podcast and also my life. (laughs) Um, But I am really happy with most of the colors that we figured out, I think. I actually, I had a vision for the kitchen and the bathroom because of the orange tile that we were going to do like a very gray green to neutralize that orange and actually donnie picked out a greener green that we ended up going with because all of my greens looked like terrible olive like camo colors which was not the vibe yeah and donnie's green ended up very like calming i would say wow yeah yeah calming so get your sample pots they're literally four dollars a piece so you're not investing that much and it's so much sadder to paint a whole room the wrong color than to figure out that your swatch is the wrong color yeah i think that's fair and then they're useful later uh so as i mentioned as i mentioned again i was in and out for a lot of this painting i was running workshops at the time and as part of the workshops i was doing i needed paint um, and it was kind of convenient to have these little perfectly sized sample pots for like a children's workshop of paint, uh, perfectly sized for a children's workshop. I mean, uh, of paint that was pretty readily portable. So I think they're useful. Paint is a really hard thing to dispose of in New York city, which may or may not be another episode of ours. Disposal That's true. Endeavor. Uh, but the, I would say the sample, I was going to call them starter, like starter packs if they're Pokemon <laughs> cards. They're not in fact Pokemon cards. They are sample pots. Um, yeah there's not a lot of paint and if you have reason to reuse them like painting things like we talked about in our first episode uh or if you're a teacher and you need paint or if you i don't know have any use for paint it goes pretty quickly so i would say don't be too worried about just having paint lingering around whereas with the full-size cans obviously comes a bit more of it to do yeah, we've definitely reused our sample pots in other furniture projects because a lot of these colors weren't like, oh, this is ugly, we don't like it. It just wasn't going to work in our space. Mm-hmm. But now we take a turn to kind of the sad <laughs> part of the story. I knew when we decided to paint the walls that we also needed to paint the trim. Bum, bum, bum. And for anyone who has ever painted trim in their life, they know that it's the worst. Like, I don't even like painting walls, but painting trim is a hundred times worse, approximately. Because you gotta get, you have to lay on the floor the whole time. And that's really what it is. Your, your body is in like the worst position possible to do it. The reason I advocate the painting of the trim is like when we moved in here, we knew that nothing in here had been touched in years. And that the people who left had like kind of haphazardly patched the walls of all of the things that they'd screwed into them. But like our super didn't even finish repainting the apartment between us and them. And it was just a really bad vibe and everything was really dingy. And that's kind of how it is with rentals. Like it's been used. Mm. So I knew I had to paint the trim and I knew it was going to be terrible but I wanted to do it before we painted the walls because then I knew I didn't have to be so precise about it because if some of it got on the wall, we were going to paint over it. Mm. And that's kind of the best situation because when you're painting walls, you're not that physically exhausted. And so you can be a little more precise. Whereas when you're painting trim, you literally just want to die. Also, the choosing of the color is pretty easy because you're like just choosing white there are i've heard it advocated that you should in small spaces paint your trim the same color as the wall to make the room look bigger Hmm. and i personally wouldn't advocate that only because i think especially with the colors we chose the trim is such a nice contrast Mm -hmm. and really defines the room architecturally otherwise it would be a very sad box well sad box (laughs) yeah just like our sad box cave (laughs) oh the sad box cave yeah i wasn't here to paint the trim so i really have not too much to say about it the theme of this episode is me trying to paint things (laughs) and donnie's scheduling to be not here while i was doing that yeah we have a painting tips part on our uh, little outline here and my tip is to uh not be there (laughs) thanks donnie (laughs) 
the good news is when you paint your trim, um, and this is a tip I took from Young House Love, whose podcast I love and whose tips I love. So I will probably talk about them a lot, but you just buy the base color of paint, which is like the whitest white possible. There are a hundred white paint colors available to you and every one of them will be tinted a little bit. So you can have like Arctic moon, yeah. snowstorm, blizzard. You can have like a blue leaning white. You can have a gray leaning white. You can have a yellow leaning white. And what I found by literally just taking Young House Love's tip is the whitest white really provides you the best contrast. It is super easy to do because you don't even have to have them mix it in the store. They just literally hand you the paint bucket off the shelf and are like, great, thanks for coming. Um, as I mentioned before, all paint colors cost the same amount. So it's not like I saved money on this, but it was just super easy to buy the base coat paint. Mm. And honestly, I think that just by painting the trim, even before we painted the walls, it like changed the look of the apartment. Yeah. I think having any kind of nice work done in a space that you rent changes the actual physical space, but I also, I, wow. I also think changes the emotional space of the place, you know, not to get too heady with it, but I think having rented for about eight, nine years now, places, you know, there's this sense that I bring as a renter that this space isn't permanent, that I'm just going to be here. But honestly, in those eight, nine years, I've only lived in three places that I've rented. So I've stayed in there, in them for pretty long stretches of time. <clears throat> and this is the first one that, well, I kind of have, but as partners, we have put time and energy into making better and just taking the time to do that really changes your relationship with the space in a way that, you know, coming to home to this place you call home and being like, oh, it's just a home that I rent, so I don't need to do shit with it. You know, there's a difference when you see the trim painted, you're like, oh, wow, cool. This is really like my space, you know? Yeah. The other thing about painting trim is like, if that's the only thing you do, your landlord's never going to be like oh, that's not the white I picked for the trim, you know, and make you repaint it. I definitely did not pick the same white my landlord did, which I know because as I was painting, I could definitely see the difference, not only in cleanliness of the baseboards, but just like the color of them. But I can't imagine anyone asking us to make them dingier, mm. Yes. The other thing about this, I feel like this triggered a lot of decisions for us because in painting the trim, I knew I was going to have to take the doors down and paint the doors because obviously they're meant to be the same color. I'm trying to think if I've ever seen doors be a different color than the trim, and I guess anyone can make any choice they want. Um, yeah. But for me, the idea was to kind of have all of the quote unquote wood aspects be the same. Mm. And so when I thought about taking down the doors to paint them, I decided that I wanted to change the hardware on the doors, which means the hinges, the handles, and the little plate that connects the door to the... What is that little fob called that comes out of the doorknob? I don't know. Fobs are like the electric thing that... That's true. I just said fob because it was like what I felt in my soul, but mm -hmm. that's not correct. It's fun word to say. I'm going to look it up and put in the show notes the correct word for that thing that holds the door into the jam when the handle is attached. Point being, so we had the brass ones that are in most um, apartments, I would mm. say, and they had been painted over because unlike us, our super didn't take down the doors when he repainted them. And that just kind of... No one would notice, but I think kind of the culmination of all of those really sloppy choices kind of makes a rental look really sloppy and like used. And I felt like this could potentially be a really cheap way to elevate the space and make it seem more like our space. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to pick brass. Brass isn't something that I would choose necessarily in my own aesthetic. So I kind of priced out changing out the hardware and I went back and forth because if I spent money on this, I knew that I was going to also have to keep the old hardware because I certainly wasn't going to leave the nice stuff when we moved out. But 
I decided it was worth it. Mostly I get in these moves when I, moods when I'm like, I'm in this far. <laughs> get in these moods and then you make moves. Yeah. Get in these moods. <laughs> like when I when I'm like dis, when I've decided to do something, I'm like, oh, I'm in too deep now, and I'm just gonna go for it. Mm-hmm. So I can link all the stuff I bought in the show notes. I got the handles off Amazon, and I got the hinges from Home Depot because the worst feeling in the world is getting something that doesn't fit. Mm -hmm. So I took one of the hinges off of our door and I went to Home Depot and I literally held it up to all of the hinges they had and they have a ton of options and just like picked the exact same one in the finish that I wanted. And I got brushed nickel hardware. So I got brushed nickel hinges as well. And funny story, actually, I bought all square hinges because that was the one that I took off the door. It was square. Mm -hmm. And I got to the point where I was putting the doors back on the hinges after swapping out all the hardware by myself because Donnie wasn't here. I was like lifting the door and trying to screw it in at the same time. And I realized that one out of the four doors in our apartment has round hinges rather than square hinges because fucking of course it did. And part of me was going to like chisel out the door to make it fit, but what I <laughs> but what I ended up doing was just returning those to Home Depot and getting one set of round hinges. Was there a sound effect for that? I was waiting for it. Yeah, I thought about it. I wasn't sure what to do. I thought about like doing subway doors and you having to ride the subway. Oh, like, I thought you were closing doors. I thought you were going to do like a ka-ching thing of like the return of the register. Ka-ching! Actually, one of the great things about this project was I overbought consistently. And so I actually like quote unquote made a lot of money back at the end of it because I got to return a lot of stuff. That's not how I would recommend budgeting projects, but it really worked out for me in this situation. So all of that happened. I will also say that if you're doing one of these projects, you should definitely hydrate properly. And drinking iced coffee the whole time is not considered hydration. And we'll just leave it at that. But I changed out the hardware. I painted the trim. I felt awesome about myself because it looked really fucking nice. And then we got to the painting. We had decided on our colors. We had lived with the swatches on the wall Mm -hmm. for a couple weeks and seen them in different types of light and decided on what we wanted to do. And we went to the Home Depot and we bought our gallons of paint. Mountain View. Flagstaff. I don't remember the bedroom one. Well, I think the black is black. The black is just black. There are many different kinds of black you so can like get. Galaxy. We went we went with the just like the straight up black. Yeah. I don't remember what the other shade in there is. Well, so that's also contentious. What we uh, ended up with yeah, is good. malted. Mm. We'll get there. <laughs> I will also say as a caveat to all of this, when we painted the rest of the apartment, I painted the trim by myself. Well, when we painted the rest of the apartment, my mom came because that's something my mom is really super into. And I will say that it went faster and better because my mom was here because she is very, very good at this. But I would encourage anyone else to do it. Do it with someone for sure. But like, do it because it's not that hard. Yeah, (laughs) it's really not. Says Donnie, who was here for 10% of it. Well, yeah, 10%. Maybe 20. I'd say emotionally like 25. Okay, that's fair. You did did come with me to Home Depot to buy all of that paint, which Uh was the worst. We bought... I put the tape down. Five gallons of paint? We didn't talk about the taping. Oh, we should... Okay, let's go back and talk about the taping. Taping sucked. Taping was tedious. So there's a special blue type of painter's tape that you can buy, and... We taped off all the trim. Yeah. Took about three hours. It took a long time. Yeah, it's hard. For sure. Um, Not as hard as painting the trim. But the reason you want to tape off, even if you are really good at like painting a straight line with a paintbrush, paint drips and you really would feel really bad if paint from your wall dripped onto your nice newly painted trim. It would feel the worst. No. And that's why you tape. Because even if you're being really careful and cutting in really nicely, your paint is going to drip. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was supposed to be the paint drip. 
that's basically it. But this was definitely also a several week endeavor, like the painting of the tram, yeah, it letting it total, dry. Total like time span of this project. Are we I would say like three to four weeks. Yeah. There was no plan to talk about it, so now is a great time to talk about yeah, it. Yeah, I guess including the buying, you think? Like the buying and the testing and the swatching, three to four? I think so, because I was kind of <clears> in the <throat> process of trim there. There's also a lot of cleaning that happens. You have to move all of your furniture away from the wall. Uh, you have yeah. to like dust off the baseboards if you're living in a rented apartment where the baseboards have never been dusted before, that sort of thing. So yeah, I would say it took us about four weeks and it was all kind of because my mom was coming, it was like planned around her being here so that that weekend we could paint. I would say active time, it took me about 24 hours over two days to paint the trim. I would recommend spacing that out more than I did, but I didn't. <laughs> took us about three to four hours to tape. Mm -hmm. And then my mom and I painted the whole apartment and we're going to measure the apartment in another episode so that we can give you a very accurate description. But this is a one-bedroom apartment with a separate kitchen. And we painted it, and I would say 18 hours. That's accurate. So it's, it seems like a lot of time, but when it's over, I think it feels fast. So yeah, you came with me to Home Depot, and we carried all that paint. And like maybe also get a lift. I don't know. <laughs> That's not what we did either. I wanted to say about paint though, when you're in the store, so we went to Home Depot and bought bare paint. That's the only type of paint they sell there. Um, and it's my mom's preferred paint. And since my mom was flying here to do this, I was just doing whatever she wanted. But they're gonna try to sell you like the nicest paint and that's called Bare Marquee. It was fine. All of our tester pots were bare marquee. I had no beef with it, but that was $40 a gallon. The paint we ended up buying was the lowest tier bare paint, which is confusingly called bare premium. And that's $25 a gallon. This was a $200 project, I want to say, because I bought the cheap paint. I think there are people out there that would tell you not to buy the cheap paint, and I've never found a reason not to buy the cheap paint. I would say, and I'll talk about this a little more later, there are more expensive brands of paint that have kind of a more refined color selection, if that's something you're going for. But any like good Home Depot or Lowe's will be able to color match for you. So if you find a, a different, more expensive type of paint that has a color you want, take that swatch in to a Home Depot and they'll find the closest bare color for you. It's mm, cool. Yeah, that's something I'd like to try at some point. I never have, so I don't know exactly how accurate it is, but everyone who's done it, who I've read blog posts from has liked it. So yeah, we bought our cheap paint and we came back home and my mom came and we did it. We Thanks mom. Yeah, thanks mom, for sure. Uh, my mom cut in everything, which means she had the paintbrush and was going where one paint color was going to meet another. So like across the ceiling or across the baseboards or around the doors or- Sorry, So dramatic, where one paint color was going to meet another. <laughs> um, in the kitchen where we were going around the tile and the cabinets and stuff and doing kind of that fine work that's something I'm really bad at. I talked about last episode and we'll probably talk about over and over again. I just don't have a steady hand. If you're going to be the person doing that, my mom says, pro tip from mom, hold your breath. Pro mom tip. Yeah. I mean, obviously breathe in between, but she says like... <laughs> don't <"What?"> not breathe. <laughs> no. But when you're moving your hand, it helps to steady yourself against the wall and to hold your breath while you move the paintbrush. That's what she says. It's never worked for me, but it works for her. And then I was doing all of the rolling, which is great because it's super easy. But the reason that we were able to use the cheap paint and get one coat coverage is because you really always want to use more paint than you need or you feel that you need. Um, you feel like you're going to be saving yourself money by like putting as little paint on the wall as possible and really you're just going to make yourself need more coats. So mm. really like put it on thick and as soon as your brush is empty, put more paint on the brush. 
That was a gross one. Yeah, not my best. Um, and that way, at some point, your brush is going to run out of paint, and you're just going to be moving the same paint around versus depositing more on. And I would say that worked out really nicely for us. Everything has a pretty solid finish. Obviously, I think we're probably, for the rest of the time we live here, going to be finding spots that we could touch up. Because if you put your face really close to the wall, obviously that's what's going to happen. But overall, we got a good finish out of it, I think. Yeah, I think so. I don't know, keep my face that close to the wall. <laughs> that's good. Um, do we have any other painting tips? I guess if you want to know something specific, hit us up on Instagram and we will tell you what we did in our painting. Mail time. Oh man, what was the um, this Blues Clues like? Yeah. Jingle. Oh, what was it? We just got a letter. We, we just got, got a letter. letter. We, we just, just got, got a letter. letter. Wonder who it's from. Oh. Yeah. We're not gonna do that on this podcast. It's not that kind of podcast, but we will <laughs> respond on it. Might get sued. Yeah, no. Um, <laughs> anyways. <laughs> Imagine getting a cease and desist letter from like Nickelodeon. I would like that, probably. <laughs> I would definitely cease and desist, but like I would frame it also, you know? Gram it, for sure. We don't have a lawyer on this podcast, just so everyone knows. Like, we're, It's not that sort of operation. Uh, to be clear, Nickelodeon, <laughs> if you're listening, we will not sing Blue's Clues again. If Blue's Clues wasn't on your channel, then we're sorry for defaming it to begin with. But let's move on to the point in the podcast where I talk about something I almost fucked up. Yeah. So... I don't think you were here for this. It was kind of like a game <laughs> time decision. So in the bedroom. Oh, yeah. I was running a workshop. Yeah. Remember? Okay. So the inspiration pick we were working with was this room that had a black feature wall. And that's something I really have always wanted to do in my life. And like now or never, I kind of felt like we don't really have this sort of apartment where you can rock black that hard. Because like we said, there's no light in here and black rooms really are best with like full walls of windows but i was just going for it so the inspiration pick had one black wall the bed is the head of the bed is against the black wall and then we were going for like a very neutral but decidedly blush color on all of the other walls so that it wasn't just white mm-hmm. and we tried a lot of colors a lot and there were a, a lot, lot of, of swatches a lot of swatches. And there were a lot of, like, princess ballerina colors. Yeah. Might have even been two of the names. <laughs> Which are good for some people, but just, like, wasn't the aesthetic we were going for. And we were trying to, like, paint them the swatches next to the black to see how that would interact. And something interesting that happened to us was that we had picked this color and we were trying to get a sample pot of it. And they, were, they told us they couldn't make a sample pot of that color. And that ended up being because the ratio of tint to base was so small that the sample pot wasn't enough base for them to tint it at all. So what we sampled was the color one down on the swatch, which would have been a shade darker, Mm -hmm. essentially. And we liked that color. It was very, I would describe it as like sandstone. Well, huh. How would you describe it? Um... Like those uh, weird energy stone stones. Oh, like quartz? Sure. What people make lamps of. Oh, um, like Himalayan sea salt. Yeah. Okay. I see that. Yeah. Um, Feel that more than like sandstone. I guess those sea salts are a little bit pinker. That's fair. It was, it's a decidedly pink color, but yeah. basically based on that swatch, we decided, okay, we're going to buy a gallon of the lighter color because we like this color just not this shade of this color Mm. so my mom and i this is the last room we're doing we've already done the black wall this is like our last move my mom starts cutting in one wall i start rolling on the other wall because we can't be like right on top of each other we'll start fighting and i roll pretty much the whole wall and my mom has cut across the ceiling of the whole wall on the other side. And I look at her and I'm like, mom, it's really ugly. (laughs) 
And she goes, yeah, I wasn't going to say that. <laughs> and I was like, what do we do? Because sometimes I feel like you have to play out the whole plan to really like see what's going to happen. And that would have been what I did. I would have painted the whole room that color. Mm-hmm. And my mom was like, no, we'll just put it back and we'll go back to Home Depot and we'll have it retinted. And so this is what I was saying when I was saying that when you buy paint, you're buying the base and the tint is basically free because what we ended up doing was putting all of the paint we had left back in the container mm-hmm. and sealing the container. And we were lucky that we really hadn't used that much paint yet or this wouldn't have gone as well as it did. We lifted to Home Depot. <laughs> Because the Home Depot that we bought the paint at is close to work, but is not close to our apartment. And there's really no good way to get to Home Depot by train from our apartment. So we lifted. So this paint was not free to me because I had to pay for these lifts, but the paint part was free. And we stood there and we looked at the swatches again and we were like, okay, what went wrong? And what went wrong was that it was just too light. It looked like we we tried to paint white, but fucked up. And that wasn't the idea we were going for. I, I guess, had this vision of people looking at it and being like, oh, is that beige? Oh, is that blush? That wasn't the vision you, you had? No, you I, like, I never... That wasn't the vision? I, I, my vision never involved people looking at it, really, besides us. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that. So, we were standing there, and we were looking at... um some darker tones and we were looking at some more neutral tones that were like skewing more toward the tan and we were holding these things and this was the longest paint line i've ever been at home depot so we're actually like in the line trying to make this decision while standing in the line are you gonna i was gonna try to make a line sound effect but now i don't think there kind of were no sounds because everyone was just like standing around what i'm doing my fingers is like making people appear as i go and what we decided to do was basically have it tinted darker to that original color that we had swatched because I liked that swatch. Mm-hmm. Also, I had like texted Donnie. and was like, this is what we're doing. But Donnie was like, I'm working right now. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so I was really just like winging it. I'm like gardening with families. Meanwhile, yeah. <laughs> just to like give reference to what I'm doing. And I'm getting these texts. That I I'm not sure if there's like some emergency, what's happening, and then the paint color is off. And I'm like, oh, all right, and then I continue with the gardening workshop that was happening. So I go up to the guy at the paint counter. I'm like, look, I fucked up. This is what we need to do. This is the color it is. This is the color I wanted it to be. And he was like, great, fine, that's fine. <laughs> um, and the reason this worked is because I was doing the same color but darker. So the color that I wanted had all of the same tint in it, just more. If you were trying to completely change the color, like go from blue to red, you would probably have a lot more problems because there would be tint in there that didn't wasn't included in the color you were going for, mm-hmm. essentially. But in this case, it worked out really nicely. He retinted it for us. I was like, oh, do we need like a sticker? And he was like, you should just leave. So there was like, no one tried to stop us from leaving with the free paint. <laughs> And then we got back in our lift and we came back and we painted it. I would say that if I am iffy about anything we ended up with, it's that I don't know that that was the color of my vision. Mm. Yeah, agreed. I will say also that I have since seen paint colors that like I think maybe were more toward my vision mm. and have been filled with a little bit of regret. Wow. Yeah. I haven't ever told you about this. This yeah. is coming out right now it's on the podcast. Serious stuff. There's a paint company now called Claire, and their idea is that they're giving you like kind of an interior designer experience for free. So they only Whoa. offer 50 colors, and they only offer two finishes. And so it basically just like makes your decision making easier. Wow. And they have a color that I think is the color that I was trying to get, but it's $50 a gallon. Wow. And so I think, A, we don't know how those colors would look in our space Mm -hmm. because every color we brought in here looked markedly different. And B, I don't think it really would have been worth $50. 
I would say, and people are probably going to get mad at me for saying this because Claire is like a nice company. I might have ordered a swatch from them and tried to color match it. Well, well, yeah. Claire, if you're listening. Yeah. Sorry, guys. Um, I'm sure you offer a really brilliant experience. They also have like a color. If you want to send us $50 paint for free, we'll do it. We'll take pictures of it. <laughs> we won't paint match it. I yeah. don't even know what that means. This is all Jordan's idea. <laughs> There's going to be a lot of stuff in the show notes for this episode if I'm talking in like paint code. But um, yeah, I, they also on their website offer kind of like a color personality test. It's better no. than a BuzzFeed test. Huh. But basically you describe like the orientation of your room and kind of like the vibe you want it to have. And they'll show you some colors that they think match that. So if you feel really lost in the like picking of colors, it's a cool thing to do. But I don't know that I could honestly advocate for people to buy $50 paint. I don't know that I feel it's worth it. Hmm. But yeah, I, so point being, you could do all of this and still end up with doubts. And I like kind of, that kind of happened. But sincerely, I just think it's way better now. Yeah. I, it's, yeah, way better. I don't even remember what it used to look like. Good. <laughs> just blocked it from my memory. Well, I think the problem is... It looks like every other rented space, even though it has all our stuff, even though this is our first space together and it has like our combined art, our combined books, yada yada. Still, just that that wall, I don't know, there's probably some cool designer quote that would be cool to bust out. But something about paint is really visceral, you know? Even though you can even put as much art as you want in the space, you can put as many books, as many plants, as many backpacks on walls. You can put whatever you want, but something about paint really like hits you in the eye when you first walk in you know i like that hits you in the eye i'm yeah. gonna say that about a lot of things now yeah thanks there you go you can keep that <laughs> and the fact that this is or these rather are our colors in our space really changes it and it kind of blocks out that earlier iteration of the apartment not that it was like traumatic by any means or like worth blocking out but it kind of falls into the vein of just like other spaces you know like the other places i've lived all had that same tint of white and all had that same aesthetic of like the walls of the walls i'm not gonna touch the walls and breaking that cycle breaking that kind of boring aesthetic i think really changes the apartment into what it is today and it meshes that old apartment that old vibe into the other eight nine years of renting that i've done yeah i will say that like whatever fear i had of having to paint it back it's going to be so worth it for any amount of time that we live in it like this feeling like this is our space and this is what we want it to look like like even the first thing we did was the kitchen and i got one wall rolled in the kitchen and i was like oh this is gonna be very very nice which is my color done. by the way that's true i will say your green is really like one of my favorite parts you're welcome <laughs> told you 25 percent. i think 20 percent hands-on but then five percent just ideas yeah. just like coming in with the good ideas yeah <laughs> that's what it's about the last thing i kind of wanted to throw in there was that part of this process was also we took down all of the art we had hung I patched all of those holes, sanded them over so that we got a really good, solid paint coat. And then we went and we rehung our art to kind of be just like more what we wanted it to be mm. two years in versus like day two. Yeah. <laughs> now that we have, you know, furniture. Yeah. Um, but I knew also that if we were going to do that, it was really time to hang curtains from curtain rods like grown ass people. Because previously we had had tension rods inside our windows that were like one by one losing tension and just like falling. Yeah, it's pretty spectral at times. So when I say that this was a $200 project, it was $200 for the paint. And then I bought curtain rods. I bought curtain rods from CB2 for $30 a piece. So I don't feel like they were that crazy. And I'll link them in the show notes. But we have five windows, you know. We actually have six windows, but one of them's in the shower, so we don't have curtains on that one because it would be too much. Yeah, it's frosted also. Yeah. We're not that crazy. <laughs> but we have we needed to buy five of them, and so it was a little expensive. But I feel like, the, like 
this whole project changed the way our apartment looks, but I think that the curtain rods were definitely part of that. Yeah, agreed. It feels more put together, for sure. Yeah, it feels like adult AF. Wow. Great. You don't like that. You didn't like that at all. <laughs> and there I feel was... like she just went in. AAF. AAF. Feels AF. <laughs> Perhaps, if you're really feeling frisky. <laughs> I told myself that I wasn't going to edit out, like, anything we said in this podcast, and maybe we'll just, like, lose that whole thing from, like, adult on. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> um, I, we kept the curtains that we had mostly. I will say that, like, there was a marked change in the bedroom with the color scheme, and there's going to be a separate episode about all of that because I feel like there were like a lot of changes in there. So those curtains had to go. There will also be an episode where I talk about almost spending $200 on curtains and then not doing that. Um, I feel like we should do that episode next where we're setting everyone up. All right. Maybe that'll be the next one. Yeah. Heard it here first. Stay tuned. But yeah, we only swapped out the curtains in the bedroom and then our other curtains were just elevated by the actual rods. Um, if you've been hesitating on hanging curtain rods, I would also suggest doing that because honestly, spackle is like the easiest thing to use. And contrary to how difficult the people who lived here before us made it look, it really just like isn't that big of a deal. So put holes in your walls. It doesn't really matter. That's right. Just doesn't matter. <laughs> just doesn't matter. <laughs> Is there anything else you wanted to add about the positive effects of paint? Wow. Or negative, if you felt that there were any negatives? No. I think uh, did a pretty thorough job with the project. I've been able to talk a lot. It's really just about that sense of ownership and feeling, you know, I mean, you don't actually own it. We're renting it still. But emotionally, and I don't know about psychologically, mentally is probably the better word. Mentally and emotionally, it makes it much more calming and much more... I don't know. I don't know what the word is. Like, is there a word for feeling like something is your own? Homey. Yeah. Much more I always want to say homely, but I feel like homely and comely well, are two of the are two words that are the same that mean like kind of ugly. Mm, it's true. I didn't really come prepared with like the vocab. I feel like when I like when I was in elementary school and we had like vocab quizzes, that was something I really messed up. The homely comely situation. Yeah. I think what we're going for is homey. Yes. E-Y. Yeah. No L. No. Not ugly, but feels like home. <laughs> yes. And with that, I think we will see you next time in apartment 26. <laughs>